bring you breaking news with our daily news report on 1077 The Bronx. Here's your world in two minutes curated by our specialized team of broadcast journalists. Let's hear what they have to say in our daily news special, The Bronx News Flash. This is The Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes on 1077 The Bronx. Just ranked as the seventh best college radio station in the country by the Princeton Review, and a 2023 nominee for a National Association of Broadcasters Marconi Radio Award for College Radio Station of the Year. Live from Rider University, I'm Julia Train. On Sunday evening, the judge overseeing Donald Trump's federal election subversion criminal case has reinstated the gag order she issued on the former president earlier this month. United States District Judge Tanya Chutkin also denied Trump's request to issue a long-term stay of the order, which bars the former president from publicly targeting court personnel, potential witnesses, or the special counsel's team, which is appeal of it played out. Chutkin issued the order earlier this month after prosecutors raised concerns that the former president could intimidate witnesses or encourage harm against prosecutors through his public comments. Trump quickly appealed and Chutkin temporarily froze the order on October 20th while special counsel Jack Smith's team and Trump's attorneys litigated whether it should be paused indefinitely during the appeals process. The former president slammed the ruling Sunday evening, claiming it infringed on his right to free speech on Truth Social. Trump now faces two gag orders, barring him from discussing aspects of his legal cases in the public. Here's Ellie Honig, a former United States assistant attorney. It's very unusual, first of all, to see a gag order in the first place. We do see them sometimes, but usually litigants are very respectful of gag orders and are very mindful of violating gag orders. Donald Trump, as Caitlin said, has now violated this one twice. I can't really think of a case. I'm sure it's happened at some point in US history, but never in recent history in any high profile case I've seen where a person has violated a gag order or restriction on what they can say out of the courtroom two different times. All the judges in the Trump cases are gonna have to grapple with this difficult question. How do I enforce this? Financial penalties are only so much of a deterrent when it comes to Donald Trump. They do technically have the option of ordering him locked up. I think it's very, very unlikely we see that happen here given all the circumstances, but it's a tough situation for prosecutors, for plaintiffs and for judges alike. Audio provided by CNN. Thousands of Gaza residents broke into aid warehouses to take flour and basic hygiene products showing the growing desperation and the breakdown of public order three weeks into the war between Israel and Gaza's militant Hamas rulers. Robert Mardini, the director general of the International Committee of the Red Cross, told Face the Nation that three truckloads of medicine, medical equipment, water, and sanitation equipment arrived in Gaza on Sunday. Tanks and infantry pushed into Gaza over the weekend as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced the second stage in the war. The attack, which is described by Gaza residents as the most intense of the war, knocked down most communications in the territory late Friday, cutting off 2.3 million people from the world. Communications were restored to most of Gaza early Sunday. Two Tanzanian students who were taken hostage by Hamas in Gaza have been named by both the Israeli and Tanzanian authorities. Joshua Lloyd-Tumolel and Clemens Felix Ntenga were in Israel as part of an agricultural internship program when they were kidnapped and held hostage by Hamas terrorists. Tanzania's ambassador to Israel told Malel's father that the two governments were working together to secure their release. Before it was confirmed that his son had been taken hostage, Mr. Malel told the BBC he couldn't eat or sleep because he was desperate to know what happened to him. The last time Mr. Malel spoke to his son was on Thursday, October 5th, which was two days before the Hamas gunman attacked Kibbutz Nihal Oz, which was where he was studying. Ntenga's family is yet to speak publicly. The two were among 260 Tanzanian students in Israel, more than 230 hostages were taken over the border to the Gaza Strip, which is under Hamas control. 
Israel says they come from 25 countries, including one from South Africa, who is yet to be identified. Hamas says it has hidden the hostages in safe places and tunnels within Gaza. That's all for this episode of The Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes on 1077 The Bronx. Winner of a 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcasting Systems Media Award for Best Radio Station and a 2023 nominee for an NAB Marconi Radio Award for College Radio Station of the Year. Live from Rider University, I'm Julia Train. Thanks for tuning in to the Bronx News Flash on 1077 The Bronx, your daily update for on campus, local, national, and international news. Want to stay up to date? Check out the Bronx News Flash on demand on all your favorite podcasting platforms or 1077thebronc.com slash newsflash. Now back to the biggest hits and best variety on 1077 The Bronx.